back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. We've got Matt with me, my co-host, and we've got some news for everybody today. We have recently joined the Faceoff Hockey Network, the FHN.net. Give them, uh, give their website. Uh, go check them out. Check out their Twitter, FHN, FHNnet. You'll be able to find them. They're awesome. You can get all of your hockey news there. They're um, looks like they're pretty new, but they're getting a lot of teams on there, and, and we're going to be doing articles. And our podcast is going to be on there. So give these guys a uh, a look and uh, and see what they got going on because this is going to start uh, this is going to start blowing up. You know they're getting new podcasts every day and uh, and it's pretty cool and we're really happy to join them and uh, and see what we can bring to the uh, t- to the network. But uh, yeah, going forward, we're also going to be writing articles like I mentioned. And uh, if you want, if there's anything that you want to hear, um, anything that you want us to write about, uh, send us a message. Get us on Twitter. Chicago Tomahawk uh, on uh, on Twitter and Facebook and uh, let us know if you want to hear anything if you want us to podcast about anything um, any ideas for guest people that you want to you want to hear from let us know and we're, we'll be uh, we'll be willing to to give it a shot to try and get them on the show so today we've got an update for the Stanley Cup finals both I mean Stanley Cup semifinals both series are tied at two to two but it does not look like it's going to stay that way uh, Tampa is up six to nothing right now on the Islanders. Seven, seven. seven. Uh, it's just like that. Seven nothing it's on the over. Islanders. They're uh, they're blowing them out. So uh, so that's not good. So and the Habs and Vegas are tied two to two. That's a pretty tight tight matchup. Matt, let's start with the Habs and Vegas. What, what do you got going on in that matchup? Ooh, well, the big story was uh, last night. Flurry didn't. Uh, well, he's taking a seat. And they're throwing Leonard back in. And everyone was like, you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. This guy is nuts. And uh, Leonard proved everybody wrong. I mean, he played great. He proved, honestly, he proved me wrong. I, I thought Fleury should have been the man in the net. He got him there. Gave him the respect. Uh, but DeBoer, uh, he went with his uh, gut feeling and he wanted his guy in. I believe that Leonard is his guy and he wants Leonard to be his guy. He threw him in, and he had a great game. Got him a win. Series tied two two. Big, that's a huge win too. Because if they went down three nothing, that'd be well. I'd say it's three, trouble, yeah. but we all know that a team can come back down three one. Yeah, uh, Carey Price playing great. Uh, I, the store, another story in that series is the the officiating. I know there's been people up in arms about some calls. Uh, I think Corey Perry was pretty much hit in the face with a stick and he you know you saw the pictures his face was all bloodied playoff hockey pick it looked awesome um yeah i don't know i mean it's it's the playoffs there's an it's intensity there's emotions there's gonna be punches after whistles it's just that's hockey i think people just need to get over it let them let them figure it out and it'll take care of itself the officiating i think but you can't blame the refs for if a, a you know a, a game that you lose. You you got to score goals. I, I think the um, the Canadians uh, they're not really getting much offense from their. I guess who do you consider their top guys? I mean, I think Carey Price is the the man on that team, and uh, Cole Caulfield is come up and coming, you know, but he's still young. Uh, even in, on Vegas side, they're they're not their top guys are not scoring. Mark Stone has kind of been quiet. Max Pac- Pacioretty has been 
pretty much bullied by his old, old team. They're just making him pay. It seems like they're hitting him every single time, and it's getting to him. But it, it's a good series, man. I, I kind of thought the Knights would sweep these guys, but, man, it, it shows you what a goalie and momentum can do. It can they're, These guys believe in themselves, and I think this is going to go seven, honestly, and I don't know who's going to take it. Right. Marsha yeah. Salt was having a, a pretty good playoffs in and he's kind of in Colorado and he's kind of gone a little quiet, hasn't he? Um, yeah, I think he got a, a hat trick. I wasn't it. Was it the last game of the absurd? Was that game six? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he yeah, he showed up. I, you know what? Even in Vegas, his first season, I thought that guy was their best player. Him and uh, actually James Neal. Yeah, but um, you know what? This Vegas team—it's so impressive what they've done since their start. I mean, they've been in—if you consider this the Western Conference Final—I I know the the Habs play in the East, but like the Final Four, they've been here what three times in five years, mm-hmm. or is it four years? That's so impressive, and it's cool to see. You know, an, an expansion team usually—you know—they're bad for a couple of years, and these guys came right out of the gates hot and. They they're hungry for it too. That's good management from the top down. Oh yeah, it's good great. Uh, he nailed he nailed the expansion draft, and I don't know if Ron Francis can do that in Seattle. I mean, this that's going to be hard to top making it to the Stanley Cup final the first year, right? Making it to the West or uh, I I think the second year they they got robbed by the Sharks, but then the next year they made it, and but still, like even now they're they're such a great team. They're so stacked. So I, I think they probably will win Game 7 if they make a Game 7. I think uh, the Habs are going to run out of gas. But you know what? They've they've been a great story this year, knocking out all these guys and Carey Price playing out of his mind, and it's been cool. What do you got uh, with the Isles in Tampa? Well, you know I'm a Tampa guy. That's my team besides the Blackhawks, obviously. I, I've always had a thing for them since – 2004 I was I think I was a a junior in high school and I just remember the Hawks just not being that great that year and you know you know what I like this Tampa team I like Hobby Bullen he was a good goalie and how how do you, how can you not like Marty St. Louis the guy's a, just a competitor he's a little guy he's like the underdog and he's putting up great numbers and but and getting back to now, they're just so stacked. Kucherov's the man. Uh, even tonight, Stamkos is sh- he's shown up. I think he's got two goals. They're kicking butt, seven nothing. But I give a lot of credit to the Islanders. Uh, they're not like a flashy team. They uh, they score goals old school. They wait for you to make a mistake, and they capitalize on them. Uh, I was gonna say Varlamov's been good <laughs> until tonight. Uh, Barry Trotz, one of my favorite coaches, uh, just, you know, very responsible defensively. And it's no question he made the Predators a great team. He made Washington a great team. They won a cup with him, and he's going to help this uh, Islanders team win a cup sooner or later if it's not this year. That's interesting. You know, it's almost as if Tampa just has these – you know, these games where they just completely route a team, you know, I, th- I think they've done it pretty much every single round so far where they've had one, one game where they've completely just, you know, um, routed a team. I wonder if this is going to be demoralizing enough for the Islanders 
come going into game six? Uh, I don't I don't know. Do you know the last game uh, was a game three when the Islanders won three two? Was that I think it was on Saturday night. We saw the best save in the playoffs, and it was by a defenseman, uh, Pulak. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know what? I think people should talk about Ryan McDonough's spin move because that puck was going in the net. That would have been the greatest playoff goal I've seen in a long time. He he could have tied that game, and Tampa could have won an OT. It would have been over tonight. But that guy made a great defensive play, bailed his goalie out. And, you know, usually when you win a game, you mob your goalie. They all mob this guy. That was so cool. I thought that was the best ending to a, a playoff game this year. That's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. So I'm still pulling for the Islanders, and I'm still pulling for the Habs. I want to see uh, – I think it would just be interesting to see, you know, these two teams um, duck it out for the – because normally these would be two Eastern Conference teams playing in, in the East Finals. But uh, playing for a cup, I think that would be pretty interesting. I think they both play similar game styles too. They're they're more, I guess you could say conservative. They're not really like running gunners like Vegas. But um, I think if that came to that, I would probably take the Canadians over the Islanders. I think so, just because it's hard to stop a, a goalie who's on, and I think Carey Price is just he's he's so good, man. It's it's been fun watching him, and even. Tampa's goalie uh, Vasilevsky, he he made some great saves tonight too when the score was kind of still respectable. Yeah, and he's just another one of those world class goalies. And I know Dave Hansen's not a big goalie guy, but there are some stud goalies in this league that I know. He goes, when's the last? Uh, when was the last MVP goalie or elite goalie? He goes, none. But I mean, I mean, look at this. We got Flurry, a Hall of Famer. He's been playing great. He probably lost his net, but still he can easily get it back. You got Vasilevsky, who's he could be an MVP every year the way he plays. And I, I, I was gonna say Varlamov, but I mean tonight it, I it just wasn't wasn't his game, and then Sorokin, not his game either. But it's not easy, you know, jumping off the bench and so against Tampa. Moving on, and I want to move on because. Um, you know, we've talked about Jack Eichel before, and now it seems like the rumors are really spinning up about him, and they said that the Blackhawks are in the mix on him. And um, so what have what have you heard so far? What, what have you heard about packages or, or anything, potential packages for him or, or, or anything? Well, we know the asking price is going to be very, very high. Right. I mean, you're going to start – it always starts off like that. I mean, even when you're you buying a freaking car, it seems like it's high, and, you know, you go back and forth. But uh, I've heard packages of Kirby Doc, and I'm not a fan of that one at all because I think Kirby is too young, and you need to see what you got before you just throw it away because you don't want Kirby Doc to go to Buffalo and be like an MVP yeah, player. Uh, I I would be okay with you know giving a first round pick, top prospect, current NHL player Dylan Strom, <clears throat> uh, or you know any even a Zadorov. I I mean the guy we've heard rumors of him wanting five million dollars a year, and I'm asking five million dollars a year for what? Just checking people? I right. We can like you said we could do, we could pay a guy a rookie entry level contract and say hey your job is to hit everything you see for $950,000 a year. 
Uh, I I don't think I am not a fan of this Eichel trade. I think he's gonna end up going far far away from Buffalo, like probably California or maybe Detroit. But you like there's a thing in the NHL if you're getting rid of a generational talent, you don't want to see him like in your division or even conference. So I could see him going to LA or even Anaheim. I've heard Anaheim's name, but as for the Hawks, I hope they stay clear of that. I am not a fan of this at all. Yeah, I'm not either. I don't, I don't like the idea of giving up Kirby doc for him. Um, you know, maybe, you know, Dylan Stroman and, and Zadarov. Yeah, sure. Boquist, you know, we could throw him in, you know? Yeah. But, um, I don't like the idea of getting rid of a Kirby Doc. I think that he could be a solid second, um, second line, a second line player. To be honest with you, I think that. Yeah. And we don't even know too. is his offensive yeah. game going to sparkle? You know, obviously he has a pretty good defensive game so far, and he's got great passing ability. And and I think that uh, that he has bigger upside to him than you know some other guys that we have, but. Um, He's still a kid, man. He He's is. He's still a kid. He's got a baby face still. He's got to mature a little bit, and he needs a healthy year. He needs a full 82-game season. We need to see that before we're thinking about shipping him off to Buffalo. Right. A guy who's especially might not even be okay. Especially for – and he has wrist issues, yeah, but that could be fixed. You know, um, yeah. Eichel's having neck issues, and how far is that going to go, especially with a $10 million cap hit? You know, so um, I think those are other things to take in consideration. I would rather go after Seth Jones, man. You know, I think that I 100 percent agree with you on that one. I I, think if we are going to trade for somebody that's a franchise player, it's Seth Jones. No doubt about it. And we won't have to give up as much. I I mean, I don't think they would ask as much as they as Buffalo would want for for Eichel. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, if they can hold on to him and they're going to lose him for free anyway. Right. But at least get what you can for it. It's not like the Eichel situation. You know you're going to get so many years with the guy. Um, and you know he's got a certain, <clears throat> like a salary cap hit. We know what that's going to be every season. With Jones, we don't know. Right. And it's kind of a risky gamble. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't make the trade unless, you know, you could talk to him before saying, hey, we we want to trade for you. Are you willing to resign with us? If not, we are not going to pull the trigger on it. And I mean, I think out of respect, he would say, "No, I don't have any intentions of playing for Chicago." So okay, we're not gonna we're gonna we're gonna walk away from this. I think every NHL team should do that. You got to protect your team. But I could see someone maybe if they can't get rid of him at the deadline, it's going to be or I'm sorry, the draft. It will be the trade deadline like a playoff team that's, you know, hungry for a Stanley Cup and they want a guy, a difference maker like Jones. I wonder but if Bowman is I wonder if Bowman's feeling like like the you know, like his seat's getting a little hot, like he has to land one of these two guys for some un- undisclosed reason. Yeah, just just to get uh you know, the fans happy like, "Oh man, we got one of these elite guys, like a big name guy." Right. And he yeah, he's he's got to do something this year. We can't be signing, you know, all these European guys we've never heard of and guys that are over the hill. I I understand role players are important, but I think the Hawks they need this summer to be. They need like a Brian Campbell, Marion Hosa like signing summer to say, oh okay, we're going for it. We're back in it. Yeah. Other than Seth Jones, 
who do you think would be a good defensive pickup? Not Dougie Hamilton. I keep hearing that name. I like we talked about before. We we don't we don't need another guy who could skate the puck up and not play defense. Yeah. I, I I don't like that at all. It's the new thing. It's the new uh, what do they call it? The two way defenseman. I think we we need a one dimensional defenseman like who's worried about keeping pucks out of his net and out of his zone, blocking shots. Uh, Probably the top prize will be David Savard from uh, Columbus, Tampa. He, I know he got traded at the deadline. He's probably a rental guy because uh, Kucherov will have his salary uh, count next year. So they're gonna be they're gonna get rid of some guys, but I think he'd be a good guy. Savard would be good. Um, I I got a big place or actually actually I do have a big place in my heart for Hammer. I think he was a great defenseman. I'd like to see him come back and finish his career here in Chicago and mentor some of these young defensemen and, you know, like show them how it's how you play defense, how you block a shot and how you kill penalties. I mean, I think that's huge for a young team. Makes you wonder if maybe Saad's coming back to be honest with you. Yeah, I think uh, Jay Khan said he thinks Saad's going to be the odd man out in um, Colorado this year. Uh, he could he could come back a lot. I I don't think he ever wanted to leave. I, Both times, I think I think Bowman had to do something. We needed help on the back end, and uh, Colorado wanted to, you know, they wanted to go for it this year and. I think the trade kind of worked out for both teams. I, I know you're not a big Zadorov fan, but we needed a guy who could play, hit, but at $5 million, no way. I think he'd be more in the three area. I'd keep him there if we are going to keep him. But if you're paying him $5 million, I don't understand where this team's headed. I really don't. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Well, there hasn't really been much – much NHL news, man. Not no, really too much uh, going on. Uh, the the Rangers uh, signed Gerard Gallant to be their head coach. I, I honestly thought Torts was going back. Yeah, I did too. And, yeah, I thought they wanted to get him back and get that franchise back on track, which I thought actually was on the right track. It just uh, they had a disagreement. John Davison had a disagreement with the owner, and the owner didn't like how something was handled with that whole Tom Wilson thing. And <laughs> they all went their separate ways. And you know what? I thought that coach, uh, I think his name was Quinn. Uh, I thought he was doing great. I, th- I thought he was, the rebuild was way ahead of schedule. They got the bread man and he was kind of, um, you know, he was getting them back on track. He got, you got your big name stud and then Zabanajev was playing good. They got, uh, two solid Russian goalies that were trying to, you know, win the crease and they were close this year. And I just, you know, it was kind of weird to see that uh, looking from the outside, uh, them kind of giving up on those guys so fast over a stupid Tom Wilson incident. I wonder, has there been a, uh, a Panarin injury update? Um, There hasn't been. I, you know what? I know he missed games because of that whole, um, Something in Russia that I, I guess a woman said that she didn't like, uh, you know, you know how it goes. Uh, something something happened and he was accused of something and they, they had to put him on leave. I know he missed games because of that. And that really hurt the Rangers. It did. Uh, but you know, it, it, you hear this stuff all the time and 
you know, I was recently talking to someone on Twitter and, you know, they were, it stuff gets brought back to Kane all the time, his behavior off the ice. And it's like, come on, let's, you, you can't accuse a guy of if there's no evidence and stuff. And you know what? It just hurts the guy and it hurt, it hurts the team, honestly. And I just, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't like how that stuff happens to these guys. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, but Kane Steele, he was, he was acquitted, wasn't he? Yeah, I know, but there's always a de- there's always that you know. Oh, it doesn't mean anything. Oh, yes, it does. It does. I mean, it, it, it means yeah. There was there was an investigation, and he was cleared. Was was there like a, what do you say? There was there foul play or I mean, the two people were together and probably having alcohol, and alcohol usually does that. You you well, I shouldn't have done that, you know, and. I think both parties need to be responsible. They're adults, and you move on. You don't, you know, oh, Patrick Kane did that to me. He's famous. I mean, it happens a lot with athletes, I understand, but most people with power, they take advantage of people, with especially women. I understand that. I have a daughter. I would never want, you know, a man to do that to my daughter. But, you know, I, I just think that uh, that really hurt New York, and it, it hurt Kane for a while. I remember Patrick Kane that year. He came back. The poor guy was like balding. It seemed like he had a full head of hair, and next minute he's wow, this guy's got like no hair on his forehead anymore. <laughs> just took the life right out of him. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess that's another conversation for another time to really get it into is. that. You know, it is. But um, but Kirill Kaprizov is actually in Moscow right now. There's problems. I want to know. I won't say problems, but. There's an issue going on with uh, negotiating with him, yeah, yeah. for another contract because they say that was it CSKA Moscow wants to sign him, and and they pay big bucks. Oh, there. <laughs> they pay really big bucks. Yeah, so um, something with Russia, man. They just uh, they're getting in the way a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in Montreal, I mean not Montreal, Minnesota, Minnesota is having yeah. a. I think contract talks have stopped. The last that I've heard. Yeah, that that dude that just kind of reminds me of that Radulov. Remember, he was oh, huge, yeah. huge with. Uh, he sucked he, though. You know what? I thought he was really good on that Nashville team. The way they played, he was oh, kind of yeah. like their stud. Yeah, he screwed them over so bad, and you know that. Oh, I want to come back. I want to. It's like Kovalchuk too. Kovalchuk yeah. will. I just signed a ten-year deal with the Devils. Eh, I quit. I'm going to Russia. Yeah, on, man. Wasn't I mean, after like two I, years or three years or something like I mean, that? If they if they do that, they shouldn't be allowed to come back. And mm. the NHL is they welcome them back. I don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. But that being said, do you got anything else for us tonight? No, man. I'm looking forward to uh Tampa closing it closing it out <laughs> hopefully soon. I think either you know what, either series, either winner, it's gonna be awesome. It's I think it's gonna be cool. I mean, if Tampa loses, then you, you, we know we're getting a new cup winner. And I think the Islanders haven't won since, what, the, their dynasty four years, four-year uh, cup run they made in, what was that, the 80s or late yeah. 70s? I mean, th- those were great stacked teams. And I don't know too much about the Islanders. I can't really say much. Uh, I, I don't – I just know that they've had a rough time you know, these last couple decades, they've had horrible GMs. Uh, Garth Snow, I've never been a fan of. 
just because he talked crap to Jeremy Roenick about <laughs> not being intelligent and not, oh, yeah, he had to go through juniors to make the NHL, and I went, I came up through college, and Roenick gives him a, a good, uh, you know, uh, okay, Garth, yeah, going to college gets you a career backup uh, goalie job. Congratulations, bud, you know, just a <laughs> quick, good comeback. Uh, Mike Milbury, another hockey guy that I never liked or agreed with on anything, was a GM. Remember the uh, Alexei Yashin contracts? That was like a 10-year deal, Rick wasn't it? Rick Pietro contract. That was another and, big one. And I, I think bringing in Lou Lamorello and uh, you got Barry Trotz, you just you sign two guys that know how to win and build good teams. I'd be so happy for them if they won even though I am a Tampa guy. Um, jumping over to Vegas, like we talked about, it's been amazing what they've done, and they're probably one of the best expansion teams out ever. of all sports. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Competing so right crazy. out the gate. And then you got Montreal. Look, the, look at the history with that team. I mean, they, they haven't won since 93, I think, and they could be the first team to win a cup since 93 again, and that would be the first time – any Canadian teams won since Montreal. I think that would be cool that they could, they would be the team to do it again. I know there's been teams that have been close, like uh, Vancouver probably was the last one. Mm-hmm. I want to say against uh, Boston, 2011, the year after the Hawks. Vancouver shouldn't have been there because David Bolin was uh, hurt for the first three games of our series against them. I thought it would have been. Could have been easily over if Davey Boland played game one through three. Did Vancouver make it to the finals? Yes, they, they made it to the final that year, and they lost in game seven against Timmy Thomas and the Bruins. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Man, those are tough teams to play against. They're, they have very entertaining hockey. Chicago, Vancouver, great hockey. That is what playoff hockey is all about. 100%, man. Man, those yeah. are some good series. But anyways... um. Like I said earlier, we are part of the Faceoff Hockey Network now. Give them a shot, the FHN.net. Uh, go there, check them out, see what they've got going on, and uh, and give some of these other podcasts a listen And uh, because there's there's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, check out the New York Rangers. They got a 30 on Broadway. Yeah, that's show. a great one. Pair yeah. at the point. That's for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and they got a Winnipeg Jets podcast called the airport lounge and uh, give them a check, give them a listen, check them out and uh, check out the site. So it's a uh, kind of like an NHL.com to be honest with you, but yeah, uh, I've got rumors and breaking news headlines, right? Signings. Yeah. It's really good. I yeah, really it is. enjoyed looking at it. And I think most importantly is that, you know, these are podcasts that are giving you like their honest opinion that, you know, we're not employed by the, by the by, the teams at all, so we're not beholden to the teams to. We'd be fired. Yeah, if to, we were to give yeah. them, um, you know, to, to to give a positive light on guys, even if they're playing bad. You know, this is just honest take, honest opinion uh, about these hockey teams, and, and I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of value to that. So uh, give them a sh- give everyone a shot, give them a listen, and uh, and let us let us all know what you think. Anyways, this is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.